What's up? And thanks for listening to Case by Case. Today on the podcast, we talk culture appropriation and personal awareness. Yeah, we talk about social awareness. We go hard on some stuff, man. Yeah, we dive into some hot button topics yeah we're gonna have some hate mail after this one we're gonna have we have strong opinions um but that what's important in that is to remember that they are opinions they are opinions and this is a conversation yes a conversational podcast as it's been referred to we would love if you converse with us that'd be great all be a part of the conversation you know what we're gonna have to do one day we'll have to get that email set up so people can converse with us i would love that but for now you know what we've got the instagram we read your messages on instagram yeah we used a topic today regarding pda oh yeah that one of you sent us shouts out to christian thanks christian um we take a hard stance on pda we take a great well we just discuss culture appropriation we we take a stance on the recent social justice prom dress yes and we um we also talk about how we don't really have as many friends now as we used to. I don't have a lot of friends. It's okay. You're my best friend. You strike me as the kind of guy that never had a lot of friends. Uh, yeah, I did okay. Because you had a younger brother? I had a younger brother. Yeah. I was the more popular one between us, though. Wow. It's not. He prefers it that way. Trust me. Do you have, a, do you have older brother syndrome? Maybe a little bit. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. Oh, yeah, for sure. You probably have it, too. Yeah. All right, cool. Welcome. What's up, dude? Good to see you. Is it? I'm seeing a lot of you lately. 18 hours of my face and your face. Well, that doesn't even count all the prep that we do. Uh, (laughs) Is prep like us talking about Tom Sachs shoes and Kanye? the, The prep of of plugging in microphones that prep that's true yeah that took all of 10 minutes what is going on it took i think these lawn men waited until we were um he literally as soon as we started until i hit record and now he's he's got a um i don't think it'll pick up but well it might it'd be kind of funny speaking of i was um i was given some constructive criticism today oh god if it's about our audio shut i would no i would i would say (laughs) i would say this was constructive okay Someone told me that when they listen to podcasts, they like to like kind of like, I guess the best way is to compare it to a book is like kind of like emerge, emerge themselves, immerse, immerse, immerse themselves. You never spoken. I'm sorry. It's okay. So I've had, I've had problems with words lately. It sounds like it feels like I'm having a stroke at home. I have that like all the time. I think I'm just having a series of mini strokes. So what is the... What are they immersing themselves? So they in? like to immerse themselves into the podcast they listen to. So they like go into like those. So weird when we dark start talking, tanks. and if we're talking about the news, they don't want to imagine you and I sitting across from one another, hmm. speaking about the news. They want to kind of visualize the news. They want to visualize the events. They want to visualize the movies we're talking about, the characters we're talking about, etc. I know I'm kind of into that. I yeah, I like it. Um, I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast that way unless like we're they're talking about events and then I can kind of like recall memory, but I, I, I respect kinda... that way of, of listening to something. Yeah. And yeah. I was asked if, if possible, if we could, um, eliminate 
breaking of the fourth wall. I was just about to say we're breaking the fourth wall like every podcast a hundred <laughs> right. times. Right. So yeah. um, they used um, egg as an example. Oh, like us uh, addressing. We're sitting there, you know, we're diving into a story, into a topic, and then boom, egg ruins it. And then on top of egg ruining well, that's it, whole I shtick. would go on to, I would go on to ruin it in my way of going, oh, get closer to the mic, hey, back up, da 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 da, etc. So I guess the podcast I do listen to, the only time they address it is if it's clearly they're in a story and they like back away far, and it's like, hey, just stay right there, and that's the only mention they do of it. I don't know if I've, I've had, um, podcasts and radio shows where. It's just recorded like wrong. Like, sure. I listened to a Durant. Durant was on BS Report or B, the Bill Simmons podcast, whatever it's called now. And his audio was just way too high. Yeah. And the whole time I wanted somebody to go, hey, Durant, like, chill. Like, back up off the mic like a foot. Right. Um, but nobody did. And so I just suffered through it. That's, that's when I like, I think it's okay if it's like a hindrance to the podcast. I get that. Or if it's something that just can't be ignored. Like, this guy with this weed eater outside my window right now. Yeah, it's uh, he's going I, hard. It's um, I feel like I had to address it because it was so goddamn distracting. I feel that man. Speaking of weird men outside of windows, is there somebody behind me? No, no I got a good. um. Dive into a little day to day stuff that um I was also asked to do less of, but well, here's some day to day things that I thought was creepy, um today. I got a text message this morning from my neighbor, Marco. Right. Oh, yeah, this thing. And the he shares his apartment with a woman. Uh, I'm not sure how young she is. I don't say younger, whatever. She's a woman. Yeah, she, uh, he shares his apartment with a woman. And he sends me a, a screenshot of their conversation um, that's basically like, hey – this guy came and knocked on their door this morning. He flashed a badge, said he was with DPS, and had made a claim that the cars in the back lot of where we all stay had been vandalized. Yeah. And she said she had never heard something about that, but to um, to ask me, basically, when we opened. Right. At that point, he gets impatient and insists that she come out of her apartment. And go take a look at the cars in the back. The fuck? So she rejects this. Way, way to trust your instincts, obviously. Not obviously. But, yeah. Way to, good, trust, way to trust your instincts. Good honor. Uh, some people will put themselves in the bad situations just to be polite. Right. And she took the right stand here. So by I read this message and I go, I know nothing about the vandals. You know, the, the cars being what vandalized. What time is this in the morning? Um... I think he stopped by around nine. Okay. So I was like, I don't know anything about that. I'll talk to the other guy when I get in. Um, I was going to message Sean, who's our landlord, but I was like, I just didn't feel like talking to Sean. Sure. So, okay. So I come in. Um, I look at Marco's car, which is part back there. It's not vandalized. Everything seems okay with mine, which I thought was weird because I was storing like Hundreds of dollars of things in the back of my truck. And the guy wasn't here? <laughs> At the time I was. It has now been emptied, so don't even think about it. Got him. And nobody was here, and the guy who lives upstairs came home for lunch, went outside, asked him, 
his car had never been touched. So very, very sus, as they, as the kids say, very sus situation, which there's actually a, a, um, a precursor to the story where a man had once shown up at club never and had started asking, um, the guy used to work here, Chris, some questions about the woman who lived next door. He asked, Hey, what time does she get home? What kind of car does she drive? He again had flashed a badge. He left his name and his number, wanted some more information about her. We, of course, or Chris, of course, and then myself, when Chris talked to me about it, um, just kind of like humored it and right. just n- obviously never called the guy or gave him any information. That dude's a PI. Pretty sure it's the same guy. At first, I thought it might be her getting served court wise, but today's. Today's story a little more sketch. I think a little bit more sketch. And to, I don't want to dive too hard into details of like. Too sketch. I mean, to. Yeah, I don't like why why there might be a PI. I don't want to dive into that. Yeah. But, but to insist somebody come and look at some cars that were vandalized that were never vandalized. Like, wh- what was his goal? It's weird, man. All right, let's assume it was a PI investigating her whereabouts. Just the report on back. What's his goal? Once he gets her to the back driveway. Oh, I guess I had the wrong house. Like No, I mean, it's whatever. So I had a friend. My friend's dad would do like weird shit. He was investigated by a PI. He was claiming disability. That dude hadn't been disabled in like 10 years. He was still on that disability check. I'm not saying that's what this woman did or is doing. I'm just saying... Once those guys start relatable around, situation, they'll start, right. they'll start watching everything. They watch me. They get photos of everybody. They keep, they'll do anything they can. To but make a here's the thing. You. He's not that good at his job because nah. she leaves and comes home every day. I kind of know her schedule at this point. And like, he's there at 9am fucking trying to get someone to come outside. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm just like, okay, what's his thing? Because Marco has flat tires on his car right now. Was this thing like, see, this car was vandalized. It, Stars were slashed. Like those cars been sitting there for. Yeah, like, yeah. There and there would have been no other cars at that time because when I showed up, it was it was an empty lot. He's the world's worst private investigator. He is a terrible PI if he's a PI, or he's an awful criminal. It could be even worse. Yeah, and it could have been somebody looking to do some harm to her. Yeah. Um, but again, weird. A bad criminal because. The lie. I mean, she could look at the cars through her back window if she wanted. Right. And it's nine in the morning. It's nine in the morning. <laughs> so, That's Dunlavy right there. West time right there. There's a million eyes around. Scary situation. I I really do feel for um. I do too. To for women by themselves Dude. in situations like I get I can get a little spooked just like I know there's this thing where like um people can get offended if like you're walking down a sidewalk and like somebody crosses the street so they don't have to walk by you. Like some people get like super butthurt about that. I, I agree with some of it, but sometimes there are legitimate cases like uh Taylor. There's a bunch of construction going on by our houses. If Taylor doesn't get fucking, she told me yesterday, like harassed people, oh, ho- yeah. people holler at her guys. Like they do that. Su- that stupid. Hey, the construction dudes, like the stereotypes are real. It's, a like, very, they, it's real for a reason. The, the cat calling is, is offensive and aggressive. It's very aggressive, and it's like that happens. And I was like, "Does this happen often?" It's like, "Yeah." I mean, if I walk to work, there's a chance it's going to happen. But what I mean is, like, yeah, sure, 
you might find it offensive. Like I might find it offensive if I'm walking down the street at night. Yeah. A woman sees me is spooked because I don't know, I'm covered in tattoos. Right. Right. Yeah. And decides to cross the street. Now I can choose to be like, Oh, I'm just a nice dude. How dare she get, but right. Put yourself in the other situation. Oh, I, it's I like, always do. I can either make this person feel butthurt or just make myself safer. Like go make yourself feel safer. Don't worry about people's feelings. Yeah. Like seriously. I have a weird story. Um, the, I guess the Saturday, cause I guess Harvey hit like a, like a weekend. I was stuck. It was Saturday night because it was the um, Mayweather McGregor fight. That's right. Okay. So I was stuck at grand prize. I was working and they were like, Hey, it's starting to come down really hard. This hurricane's going to hit harder than we think it is. And then it started flooding at grand prize. And I was like, okay, I'll call an Uber. Cause I wasn't going to ride my bike home. And then no Ubers kept dropping and dropping and dropping. So I was like, Oh shit, I'm stuck like seven miles away from my house. So I walked. At I, least it was a two story. Oh, you decided to walk. Oh, I walked. Cause Billy, the bartender there and some other guys like, Hey, you can crash my place. Hey, walk how many miles? Seven and a half. You walked seven and a half miles in Harvey rain. Yes. Have I told you the story? That was, that might be one of the dumbest things you've ever done. It was fucking terrifying. <laughs> it took me over two hours to get home. That's a good time. It was, I, would, yeah. I would say that's a good time. It's not bad. Well, I'll say this too. Uh, Last last well, two miles, full fear adrenaline running you through. Dude, it was waves because I was walking in waist deep water on Westheimer. I was walking west waist deep water on Richmond. At that point, you didn't decide. Like, had you gone too far to say, "All right, I'm going back to Grand Prize." I walked. I knew Taylor was by herself. I knew the power was weird. I knew her cousins weren't home, and I was like, "I'm gonna get home to my fiance." But hindsight, no, I think removed I made the right. removed from the spot. Had you drowned on the way to see Taylor? She probably would have preferred the just like, hey, the just night by herself. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was like, I'll come get you. And I was like, Taylor, I don't think you're going to be able to get past like heights. Well, the really scary part is when it's dark, you can't tell how deep it is. So, so her leaving walking, the house was never I was walking a with good people. decision. Like I was walking with people. But the okay. whole point I started, like I was walking with people up to Westheimer. Then I ran into a couple more people. And then I got past like Dallas Street. And mm-hmm. there's like that huge stretch from da- on like Student Montrose headed to Allen Parkway where it's really open. And there was only one other guy on the street and he was in the same side. And we could both were like looking at each other real weird. Like I could tell we were what both. What time of night is, is this? It's 1 a.m. It's 1 a.m. I don't want to pass anyone at 1 a.m. No, like, you don't want to pass anyone at 1 a.m. You don't yeah. want to pass anyone at 1 a.m. in a hurricane. And they're just like eyeballing you. It's like, are you going to jump me? Am I going to jump you? What's going on? And he stops and he like so looks you, at me. So you killed him just to sh- show dominance. Well, when he turned to me, that's when I killed him. <laughs> okay. He's buried in that field. <laughs> but before I killed him, he asked, hey, which way is Gray Street in Spanish? And I was like, hey, it's like right over here. It's like, okay, someone's picking me up over there. It's like, okay, best of luck. However, man. after he passed you and he was behind you, there's that 50 yard walk. I'm like where you're kind of like your ears are at full attention. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like, I had like a beer bottle cause they like gave me a pack of smokes and like two beers. I love the beer bottle weapon already. Well, I had a knife on me. <laughs> I like I'm holding the knife like this. And I'm like, keep looking back Dude, people were in the middle of the ro- one guy was walking in the middle of the road. I kid you not on Montrose over by Richmond, like carrying a baseball bat, just walking. I think he was just trying to freak people out. Another guy was sprinting. Or maybe he was even more scared than you. I don't know. He's like, if I'm walking, I'm taking my fucking bat with me. One guy was sprinting Come up here, to Washington, gets in his car, peels out, starts doing donuts, and then drives the opposite way down Montrose all the way to Allen Parkway. 
Sometimes I just really hate society. It fuck. It, I mean, this is a two and a half hour walk. I'm soaked. I'm t- cold. It was terrifying. But yeah, me and that guy were just like scared of each other. I know how I look. Of course I'm going to look scary. Right. Yeah. I he mean, was like in a hoodie and bundled up. I don't know what he's got in his pocket. Really any silhouette at night is going to spook me. Yeah. I was, I was stopped on my way home riding my bike once by a, a woman on Fairview and she stopped me and asked um, to use my phone. What'd you do? And I said, okay, but um, let's, let's go over here to the powerhouse parking lot so there's at least some light. Yeah. Because she, like, she like uh, emerged from, like, some bushes, like, at a house. What the fuck? Yeah, it was just like she, <laughs> she wasn't. She, she wasn't there. From the bushes, she wasn't there. And then she was just there, and yeah. she was like, "Hey, can I use your phone?" And I was like, "Ah." <laughs> so, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I, guess. I, I was go. I was slow rolling away, like kind of like ah. And she was like, "Please, I'm not supposed to be on this side of town." So, so um, she calling. <laughs> so she's she like what had happened? Um, I believe is I did let her use my phone. Yeah. She called some guy like twice. She left him a voicemail. I was like, it was all a little sus to me because I was like, don't you want to tell him where you're at? Yeah. So he can come get you. And I was wondering, like, I thought it might be, I thought it might be something as simple as just wanting to rob me from my phone. Nah, bro. She was killing time. You think she was killing time? She was killing time till the other person showed up. It, well, it, well, we'll finish your story. It kind of seemed like to me that she had come over to like, maybe see somebody yeah and like that didn't work out and like wasn't from Montrose and so it was like calling the person who wasn't yeah at the spot she thought she was going to yeah but I don't know she she looked like if she lived in Montrose she lived on those apartments on Dunlavy right right behind hollywood oh so dirty yeah like i got you like not in one of the six hundred thousand houses yeah i got our house okay yeah she just she seemed out of place sure and we're about i don't know a quarter less than a quarter mile from the neighborhood so i just i felt so uneasy and this is somebody where i was like yeah if this woman attacked me i could probably defend myself you know she's probably yeah five foot four hundred and thirty pounds but even that situation, I'm like on edge. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to fight. So just imagine the other, where like a f- 130 pound woman is passing me, like a 250 pound man. Yeah. Like, there's no scenario where you should get butt hurt that like a woman like crosses the street. No, not at all. And I'm glad you recognize what you look like yeah. because like any dude really. Oh, yeah. that that's what's so funny is like one time like a buddy that like I kind of knew like. Right. Passed me on his bike while I was walking down the street. I was walking down the middle of the street and he passed me on his bike. Yeah. And he didn't say hi. And I texted him. I was like, What's up? You didn't, what's up, man? And like, you just passed me. And he's like, Oh, I didn't see you. And I was thinking, I've got to be fairly identifiable. You're, <laughs> like, I'm see, pretty- when people tell me that, me, it's like, Oh, I didn't spot you. It's like, I know what I look like. I got huge hair, big eyes, and like a bunch of tattoos. Like, I, yeah. you, you can spot me out of a crowd. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what to compare myself to. I'm like, huge nacho libre so man i want to <laughs> without your hat right now i don't there's i'll think of what you look like don't worry um no i never get mad at people for telling me like or for people getting sketched out or like oh well that guy looks kind of it's like i'm five well, nine just, just, I, yeah, I don't look 
the jump most on savory. Netflix, watch three episodes of Forensic Files. Oh, don't do that. And, None of y'all do that. And realize that Taylor, I'm talking to you. Don't do it. You always scare yourself. But it's I think it's good to be on edge. I think that <sighs> people can get overconfident, like oh my like the latest thing I think I told you about was um my wife likes to take naps in her car. Man, that's sketch. And I was like, I don't, do don't do that. Don't do it. I was like, there's too many crazy people walking around. Yeah. And you're asleep. They can literally, like, they have such an upper hand on you if you're sound ass asleep. It's crazy. Man. Like, I'm kind of like. You a hard sleeper? I'm what? Is she a hard sleeper? Are you a hard sleeper? She is a hard sleeper. Oh, <laughs> yes. so it's like they're stealing everything and she's just. Yeah, or, or even if it's something as simple as like a pervert who, like, watching her yeah yeah so i'm just like don't do it and you know the difference is always like well my co-workers do it or even something as simple as going like walking at night i'm just yeah. like i've seen too many of these shows where it's like and then they went a girl walking walks at home night, alone at night like that's knocking this- at night and then by 11 o'clock her spouse found out you know something oh, I, was amiss i go pick up taylor if it's like dusk whatever and she's gonna walk or because we only live half a mile and it's walking through the heights. But walking through the heights is weird as shit because there's huge stretches where there's no eyes on anything. And so I just go pick her up. Well, that um, I was talking to Megan today about about kids. and Megan, how sh- our most avid listener. Shouts out to Megan. <laughs> Shouts out to Megan. Um, she was talking about how she actually sees kids like playing in her neighborhood. Really? And I was telling her I don't see that. And I don't know how I feel about King when he reaches that level of independence. Like chilling over third ward? Because I know that like growing up, my mom would be like, you know, go play, come home when the sun goes down. That's the and burbs I would, though. And I would be gone for like eight hours. Same. Well, I lived in Huntsville. It's like prison city. Yeah. So yeah. um, I'm guessing a lot of people when they get out probably just stay there. But who knows? I used to do it, the same it, shit. It is man. a level of burbs, but yeah. Yeah. I lived in Huntsville and... You know, nothing ever happened to me. Nothing ever happened to my friends. Right. But then on the same thing, it's like, it's because these are smaller towns and these are the same cities where like, if you watch those shows, it's like, that's um, where that shit happens. Where it's like, oh, the community was totally taken aback. It shook the community that this could happen in it. And it's like, well, you also have to realize they spotlight those communities because that shit happens in Houston like three times a day. It happens in Huntsville. Like Yeah, we're talking about that poor kid who got stabbed in the north side, <sighs> like the eight-year-old or whatever. Yeah, that was awful. Man. That was awful. That's like where like you just don't understand the world, where you're just like, well, Harvey, the, the, where there's no motive, and it's yeah. just a crazy person killing a child. I, I don't get it. Like I don't want to be, like, be on a weird note, but even when it was Harvey, like I got stopped at like Yale or Heights and Forth or something like that. Some guy slowed down, rolled down his window, and just started screaming like nothing. He's like, you fucking beaner, and screaming at me. And then people started honking at him, and he sped off. And he would stop every so often yelling at me. Were you walking? I was walking home to Taylor. I think he just took the opportunity to, like, uh, no one's going to say anything. It's they're, they're, All the cars are stalled. I'm going to yell at this, you know. Damn. I don't know, man. Is that too weird? It's like, I don't want no, to use a racial just, slur. It, well, no, it, it um it brings me into like the 
It's gonna be hard to transition into like PDA, that well, we're, like we're it, trying well, to talk but about. But it, it brings me into it. All, it this is all kind of related, and I think it's all gonna f- flow fine because it brings me into like social awareness and like mm. um, being at the zoo this weekend. Oh yeah, and I you know I already touched on the on the mom fight, right? Or depending on which way we are, there was a there was a mom fight that I talked about. But my bigger thing is is the people who don't realize how slow they walk, or the people who <laughs> are walking and they'll stop in like the middle of an aisle, whether it be like the zoo or a grocery store and they just stop and they look and they do what they came to do. And they're completely oblivious to the world around them. They're like, I'm the center of the cosmos and well, then it translates to more dangerous situations like on the road. And that's where I was going with that, where it's it's like (laughs) drives me nuts. I was, I was bitching actually when Megan was in here to her about this, where it's like the, it's the person who's, realizes that they're about to miss their exit yeah and instead of going oh shit i'm gonna miss my exit i'll take the next one circle back around no they go no i'm gonna hold up traffic for four lanes and everybody let me over yeah and uh yeah i I experience it daily now if i take alabama to work because there's a they put a no left turn sign up to get the 59 Yeah, yeah, yeah and there's always at least two people who are like no i'm getting on 59 right here you have and to deal with those people every day. I would see. I, I lay on my horn now. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, you can't turn left you here. You can't do that, man. So I'll see people do it on the Shepherd Westheimer one every so often. But you got to be oh, ballsy yeah. to make that one though. Yeah, you got to be real ballsy. Well, it's this one. I, this one I would say it's even worse because there's not that. There's not a lane next to it to just go around them. Right. At least the Shepherd one, you're like, oh, this stupid idiot, and you just go around God. them. God. They're yeah. people driving. They're monsters. Yeah, like whether it's driving or walking or what have you, just wor- everyone should work on their social awareness. I'm gonna give a PSA to everyone: mm-hmm. don't text and walk. Do not text and walk. <laughs> oh, that was happening a lot too. People walking, walking's hard. Some people, it's hard for people. This the the sidewalks here in Montrose. I don't I haven't seen an even stretch of sidewalk for more than 20 feet. But if you, you can t- walk without looking at a Montrose sidewalk, props to you. Props to you. You've lived here a hundred years and you know all the idiosyncrasies of the sidewalk. Some of them are like, I don't even know what to compare them to. Oh, the one over here by the the Greek place that used to be Bacchus or whatever? Like walking on like crystals or something. It looks like like there was a war that occurred years (laughs) ago and they just kind of said, ah, we'll rebuild kind of around it. The best one is like the the sidewalks that are like by the park that's behind Ramen Tatsuya. Oh yeah, those are great. That whole neighborhood's solid. Oh no, I I was... so there's a road over where you would take it if you're walking oh, you're from ham. Like it's super hilly. It's like, it literally is like ledges. It's like if somebody was building like a ramp for a bicycle. Right. Followed by another ramp without a landing spot. It yeah. was just like ramp, 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 they ramp. They like narrow and narrow and then get larger. I, uh, not looking forward to the Montrose sidewalks once we move here. Uh, height sidewalks, Are they'll you, just cut off out of nowhere. The same thing, Montrose, you're walking on a sidewalk and you, oh, and there's not a sidewalk here anymore. Okay, I guess this, I walk, do I walk through their yard? Do I cross <laughs> the street? This yeah. is going to happen five more times on this one block, so I don't know what to do. Yeah, um, you're, you're moving back to Montrose pretty soon. I'm very excited. Um, Are you? Yeah, man. How I, many times a week do you think you'll have Guadalupana? Never. I'm not a huge fan. Or you, you got to get the torta. Yeah, it's really good. Just the torta. I think I'll. The torta I'll, and the coffee. Oh, man, the coffee is – I love, like, shitty Mexican restaurant. Oh, not – excuse me. Not no, Mexican. I mean, it, I mean it, it is a 
It's like Cuban, Mexican. Like uh, Guadalupana. It's got to be Mexican. It's, uh, it's not. F- okay, yeah, I well, think, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's, it's a Mexican, Mexican restaurant. Okay. Yeah, I haven't gone. I don't go enough. Yeah, um, me and Chris used to try and go on Saturdays when we worked for you. I love the. Slammed. I love the. Um, the coffee that's like forty percent sugar or cinnamon. Oh yeah, it it's like it's so good. It's like having a hot frappuccino. I'm really into that coffee. Hell yeah. But but speaking of um, hot frappuccinos. Oh, no, speaking of like um social awareness, this is a topic that was recommended to us. PDA. Public displays of affection. D- yeah. Where where are you on PDA? Um. So me and Taylor, we uh we hold hands in public. Mm-hmm. A hug, give her a kiss on the cheek. We kiss a little bit. Whatever. The thing where like you might like hang on to one of each other. Like you like, she'll drape on your shoulder while yeah, you're like waiting to drape, leave. Yeah, she'll drape. We're waiting for shit. Basic levels of affection. It's, that's affection, right? Like that's like clearly they're a couple. Right. I am not there. We're not there with hands down each other's pants. How, how, how about tongue to get in public? S- tongue in public ever go down? I try and sneak some tongue, but not like open tongue. Yeah. You know? Like sneak it, like oh hey, what's up? What's happening later? Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I think I've kind of like phased tongue out of like. You just like no tongue. You don't make out. You don't like. Not unless. You're like. Not unless it's like. It's on. It's on. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> um, bu- not unless it's business time. I got gotcha, you clearly. Um. Now, nah, man, we like standard affection rules. Right. Like that's that's where we're at. You know, we don't go hard and heavy. Nobody's like on each other's laps. We're not grinding. We're not making out in the movie theater. You don't reach down with both of your hands and grab both of her butt cheeks and lift her up. Right. This that, isn't the mo- that's that's a move I see a lot. That's like a macho move. That's <laughs> yeah. like I'm asserting my dominance on the whole. It's like, hey, babe, how's it going? Me. Reach down, grab butt, and lift. I don't think I don't have the upper body strength. First, I think maybe like someone gets off work or comes to visit you late at night you can greet him at the door that way acceptable that way surprise but, acceptable yeah but let's leave it there let yeah, man. you you live at 2000 dunlavy keep it at 2000 dunlavy yeah keep it there Just keep <laughs> so, it right there yeah uh where, where do you guys stand on it same way same. i mean like basic levels like we'll hold hands or i always say that she uses me like um like I always go, babe. I'm not monkey bars. Like really? the ways that she'll just hang on me. Yo, yeah. But it's like it's not in a sexual way. It's just kind of like an affectionate way. Right. So that's her thing. Is she likes to hang on me? Well, here's one. I think the pet name one. I ran into a situation at work where it was me and this other girl opening the restaurant, and her boyfriend came by because it's before any of those cooks and chefs are there. And the whole time, she introduced. He introduced himself. But she only addressed him as baby. Baby, come over here. Baby, do this. Baby, 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 oh baby. Um, it was weird because like I feel like it kind of trivializes that person, like in a social setting. It's like they're not whoever the individual they are. They're baby. And well, let's we call each other babe. We call each other babe too. Babe all the time. And I think part of that is because we both have like, um, but you're not in the workplace kind of thing. Like that's our job. I like, get that. It's, if she walked in right now, I'd be like, babe? Hey babe. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, Hey Juliana. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> Juliana. <laughs> Juliana. Juliana. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, babe's fine, but like, I feel like once you go, baby, yeah, baby, hey, baby, come over here, hang out with me. And I was like, honey, yeah. I think tone has a has a lot to do I think with the tone. Too. Yeah, if I she think was maybe like, that's what if I'm she hearing. was like, baby, get over here. No, I, baby's just too weird. Baby's weird. Yeah, babe is like casual. Do you text baby? Do you like sub baby? Hey, baby. No, we. Yo, baby. No, I don't. Babe. Hey, baby I think girl. I'm still, babe. I tried it every now and I'm like, sub baby girl. Yo, baby. I said I called myself her man today, and she was like, "Oh, really?" I called myself Taylor's wife today. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Your my wife came strong." I said something like, uh, "Oh, that's gonna be a long day for your man," and she was like, "My man?" Question mark. And I was like, "Yeah, me." You know the, who, the um, fuck? Are you, who you think let I'm me talking have about? this. Damn, your man, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you refer to her as your your chick, your lady? You do your lady. My lady. My lady. Yeah. My lady. It's, sounds very, it, well, given well, the context, can be very old English. <laughs> my lady. My lady. <laughs> yeah. Tips fedora. Um, <laughs> I think it's because she always felt more than girlfriend and we weren't married yet. Yeah. So I think it's transitioning to wife. So I would say my lady because like my girlfriend felt like, Didn't I don't know, it, like almost, it almost felt like, yeah, a step yeah. down from what she was to me. So I think my hernia is acting up. <laughs> my my back slash shoulder Dude, I, is in a rough spot. I think we're feeling rough. We're like, I keep we're old. Back and I'm like, what the? Hell? <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry guys, we're just 26 is creeping up and 46 is creeping up on Casey. It's I like, get asked on a regular basis, how old is Casey again? Like 12. <laughs> like fucking 12. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's because like you sound young or you act young. Um, Jason had some feedback for us. What's up, Jason? Jason, your favorite psychopath. My favorite psychopath. Fair to say. Yeah. Oh, hands down. I love his comments. <laughs> I wish I could remember, but it, but it was basically something along the lines of, um, "Tell Casey to stop calling me a psychopath." It really hurts no, my that, feelings. That I always, I can show, I show my old age because, or because I always have a story related to anything that you can bring up because I'm just so much older than you. Oh man. Whereas, like sometimes I can just bring something up and you don't have a relatable mo- moment yet. Yeah. And that's the age gap, and that's that's why you keep tuning in. That's guys. why you listen for yeah. the realness, guys. <laughs> for the realness. Um, yeah, PDA out on it. Whatever. What's what, uh? What, what about we? friends? What about just friends? Do you have any friends as a twenty-six-year-old? Hold on. So, when do you turn twenty-six? On June twelfth. Hey, our birthdays are two weeks apart. Oh, sick! You give me a gift. We already talked about this. No gifts. Did we establish. Let's go no gifts. We're going to get each other gifts. I'm oh, gonna get you- this is what happened last time. I said no gifts last time you were in here and you were like, we're going to get each other gifts. Yeah, we did. I remember this. And now I'm calling out the podcast. Okay. We're going to get each other gifts. Um, no, I could, I could use. I was like trying to think of like a <laughs> gift. I was going to, I was thinking of things I could use. I'm going to, I'm going to break something to you. What's it's going to break a little fourth wall. What's up? Thinking doesn't make for good radio. That's fine. Okay. So yeah, you think about your gift. Off, off the, off the off yeah, I'll think about it off the air. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, do you have any? Do I have friends? Do you just have as, friends? Twenty six year old um, post marriage. I mean, the marriage thing isn't you, so much a hindrance. In? Like honestly, um, because like Taylor is pretty cool. About really, what's up? I said really. Yeah. Okay. Let's put a hindrance on our relationship. I think. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. That's. See, like, we, me and you had to address on separate terms the fact that we're friends with each other. Yeah, like, we are. You actually brought that up today. You asked me how many friends I had. I I listed, and you go, 
oh myself included and i was like oh yeah i forgot about you yeah and, <laughs> yeah. and yesterday it happened i was talking with johnny um he was like like well well you and casey are friends and i was like oh yeah oh, yeah i guess me, me, me and casey are friends yeah, yeah. Friend, um, we're friendly we hang out we're for <laughs> we i hang out with you more than any of my other friends we're co-workers we're co yeah we're co-workers <laughs> <laughs> oh man finally equals i've been waiting for this day for so long um, yeah i mean your name comes first on yeah, the uh, on the pod it does uh you There's do no bogart all the conversations <laughs> <There so>. <laughs> <laughs> no uh i think i have i think i've locked it into like three friends one of them being you of people that i keep up with actively or like see on a bi-weekly or weekly basis zach you met him was on the pod today's episode or the few episodes back What's it what's it take to constitute a friend? Like somebody you would hit up to be like, Hey, you wanna go get a drink? Or uh, is, is that even out of the question now? Cause I don't really go out to if I'm like gonna go Same. get a drink. It's harder when you stop going out. I'll do drinks with people. Well, you know what, like that's not true. I'm like catching up with a friend on Thursday, like a former roommate mm-hmm. from like my weird living situation days, uh, to like grab a drink at Eighth Wonder. And I suggested Eighth Wonder because I have free beer tokens because Zach didn't want to drink too much before he came on the podcast. And I, I love hey, you. Want, you want to talk about self-aware? What's up? That's very self-aware oh. to be like I don't because I did go. I did get asked if you were drunk. Oh, on that podcast? Yeah. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I wasn't. <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I had a couple of drinks. I'm not drunk. Right. Maybe yeah, you're just cutting loose that day. He was driving. It had been a long week. I'm um, going to spoil something for people. We don't listen to our entire podcast to record we, it. You think we like talking we, to each other? We forget what has been discussed already. Oh, like as soon as it passed, we're like right. doing the intros. What did we talk about? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I got like, I got like three friends. I got one guy that I see pretty often. He's always in school. Do we get, we don't get their names. Lawrence. Lawrence. Zach. Zach. Uh, you. Me. Yeah. So, Sam. You really don't need more than three. Sam. I, we mean, I mean, Sam's just also in a relationship. So it's like, you know, we're both busy. So we don't see each other as much, but yeah. I mean, I have a lot of people I would call my friends because I think, being on like a cycling team or in a cycling group yeah. into my adulthood afforded me the opportunity to like be around people on a regular basis that you otherwise like somebody who isn't part of that. <coughs> right. Excuse me. Um, it's just hard to get on a, like a personal level. So I don't want to besmirch anyone who would be like, Hey, what the fuck? I thought we were friends, but I would say like the, hey, people- maybe we are friends and you are friends with them. Right. Well, I mean, we're friends, but um, I would say the people that like I see regularly, the inner circle, right, yeah. or that I talk to like on at least like every day, or if not every day, every other day basis, is probably like four to five people. That's where I'm at. I'm at like two to three. Yeah, um, and that's not even counting you. I'm at like two to three, not counting you. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's. But a lot of that's because I'm in a group chat, so there's just there's always something. And I have somebody in my group chat that I consider a friend who is not a regular p- participant in the group chat. Really? So I'm like, do I even get to count him anymore? Yeah, I'm, it's so weird to put like layers yeah. on it at this point. Cause I think I used to really classify friends like hard as like, you're, you're my homie. You're like a buddy. Then you're like my fucking friend. You know? How about the guy who calls you best friend and you're like, you're not my best friend. Remember growing up? Like, I called everyone best friend. Did you really? I was like, that's my new best friend. That's my new, that's my other best friend. 
that guy over there. Oh, you were that guy. I was like a kid. I was just excited. And the other other kids were like, Casey's not my best friend. Well, I would just tell people when people ask me, you have like six best friends. It's like, yeah, everyone's my best friend. What you want? I like the positivity. I could see my son doing something like that. I was just just like, I was just a psyched kid. Did you read my son's progress report? Taylor showed it to me. She read it and this is really cute. Did you see this? And I was like, I skimmed over it. You skimmed it? You skimmed (laughs) King? I skimmed the progress report. Hey, shouts out to King. He got a hell of a progress report. That's a very solid progress report. He's doing great. He's sharing and cleaning up. We're very proud of you, King. Enthusiastic to learn every day and a great example for other students. Wow. Wow. So proud. Did it. Made my heart melt. You are kind of proud. I was super proud. I read it out loud in front of Juliana. Oh, I read it out loud. I was like, Taylor's like, did you read this? This is so cute. And I was like, I, yeah, this is fantastic. I got to pick him up from school yesterday. Yeah. He, um, he was a little under the weather. It's the first time I've got to pick him up and leave with him. Oh, shoot. Was he freak out? Well, he was, he was leaving because he was sick. So oh. he just ran over to me, asked me to pick him up. Yeah. I held him. He just put his head on my shoulder and just stayed there the whole time. Oh, my God. Perfect. All I'm saying is. Megan and Jarek should have children. That's all I'm saying. Have some kids, guys. Yeah, we're all waiting. They would look beautiful. Beautiful, I'm hairy sh- little beasts. I'm sure they'd be fantastic. <laughs> I guess. Have you met either one of them? No, I haven't met them, but I'm sure we Megan definitely, comments, I like her. Jarek, I'm sure he's famous in Japan. We'll have our new mics by next week. Yeah. And then Let's get ho- them in. hopefully one guest a week. Hopefully. We'll see. I'm kind of glad that we're doing a no guest today. I don't feel like we got the riff one on one. Yeah, it's nice. yeah. We had to act like adults in a in a when sort of way with Zach and Johnny back there. Oh yeah, I got quiet. It's I'm still getting used to it. Well, you got quiet because we're interviewing somebody. And you show up with zero questions. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why well, like I always forget how quiet Johnny can be. Hey, he wasn't quiet. He wasn't. How dare you? I'm not. here to f- fight for Johnny. Johnny fight for himself. Johnny, That's we're true. Both our asses. Um, I think we'll probably actually put this one up tomorrow. Cool. And then we'll do Johnny's later in the week, so it's not back to back interviews. Gotcha. Um, let us. You guys, let us know. Are the interviews cool? You like them? Do you like when we have guests? And just, are there certain guests that like? Some people just. Do not want egg back on. on and that's this fine. Pod. Don't worry. I'm with you. Some people do not want egg back on the pod. Um, I'm wondering, you know, are there guests though that you would like to hear back on? Like, did you, do you want to know more about retail managers? Do you want to know more about tattoo artists? Like what have you? Do you yeah. want Zach to riff on sports? Do you like, want Zach to riff on sports? Because he's going to laugh loud and talk about sports. <laughs> One of one of uh, the comments, one of the first comments I got this morning was, I'm so annoyed I have to learn about this person I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. So, so, uh, sorry, Zach, but that's just one person's opinion. Zach, There's 57 other people out there. I, are, we still, are we still at 57? Yeah, we're still at the same, but I don't think we've actually done anything to increase our audience. I think None we're just talking whatsoever. to the same people yeah. over and over again. All right, thanks for listening. We just hope you guys continue to listen. Tell your friends to listen. Um, we're going to surpass 1,000 plays probably today, oh, which is a it's a milestone for us. It's a, yeah, I guess so. That's yeah, pretty 1, awesome. 1,000 plays. 1,000 um, plays. Thanks for listening. I guys. had originally um, 
suggested to Casey that when we hit a thousand, we release the lost episodes. We're never going to release this. I've already <laughs> told you. Um, I remember telling you if we could get and you said, 50 people. You said it has to be 10,000. 100 million. <laughs> I think we should at least listen to it to see if it's as bad as we remember. I've listened to it and it's never getting released. You listened to two? I've listened to both those weird lost episodes. We're not going to listen. Those are, that, those are the episodes where Casey's just, he's just starting fights around town. I'm nonstop. <laughs> I'm still very anti-Greenway. I'll just say that. Um, Speaking of Greenway. Shouts out to the donuts. Shouts out. Morningstar. Free donuts today. In particular. And thanks for yo, thanks for the donuts. Thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Well, she, Today's podcast is brought to you by Greenway Coffee. Oh, God. No, it's not. <laughs> you can find. Oh, speaking of coffee you don't like, I had Mercantile this morning. You know, I've only been there once. But you and uh, Zach, while you may not have said a lot with words last week, our your faces, faces were. We despise that place. <laughs> now your words do. So, yeah, now I'm just, like, <laughs> just going to throw it out. I don't like that place. Uh, your boy Hoover served me a coffee this morning. Oh, I like Hoover, though. Yeah. Hoover's great. So and they, and they remember my order. Hadn't been there in probably a, two months. So cold brew. Walked put the, in. Puts the lid on. Hoover was. They give you a kiss on the mouth. He put the lid on. Oh, man. He might be a listener. He put, the, <laughs> he put the lid on. Very happy with that. Outstanding job, Chris there was, Hoover. There was nowhere to park it retrospect, so my hand was forced. Oh, okay. Well, I could have parked it out. You could have just let Mercantile have the compliment, but you can't let him have it completely. <laughs> yeah. That's a classic Casey move. Backhanded compliments. I'm Non-stop. sorry. I've just grown accustomed to parking on the street on Alabama and running in the retrospect. I get that, man. Um, what else do you want to talk about? What, well, what, we what have you got lined up for uh, for the rest of the week? Like, what are your plans? Infinity Wars. I didn't go the other you day. See, you didn't go. Cinco de Mayo's this weekend. Anything? That's my second least favorite day of the year. Number one being St. Patrick's Day. Number two being Cinco de Mayo. Ooh. St. Patrick's Day is definitely my least favorite. Oh man, thank you. But um, um Cinco de Mayo. I've got no beef. I've got no beef with Cinco de Mayo. I hate it. It's on a Saturday this year too, right? Yeah, it's gonna be wow insane. I cannot stand this holiday. But you don't have to work on um I'll be there, Nancy's. I thought you didn't work on Saturdays. I'm now Tuesday through Saturday. Hmm. Roughly. I'm going in on Mondays too to like help and other shit, but yeah. Do you ever watch five second films? No, but I feel like I should. It sounds like vibe. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you guys five second films recap on Cinco de Mayo. What you got? I thought I had something coming. Oh. Brian, what's the history of Cinco de Mayo? Shut up. That's that scene. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's Cinco de Mayo. People drinking it's actually not Mexican Independence Day. It's not. Which People seem to think it is. Nope. So. Cinco um, de Mayo is just an excuse for like white people to go out or anybody to go out and just get so drunk on tequila and mezcal. Let me get you to just move over just a little bit. Am I like right here? Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Cinco de Mayo is a great segue into uh, culture appropriation. Wait. And That's a good segue. Oh, slash yeah. appreciation. Do you think that it's we have bastardized like the holiday i do not think that there's any appreciation going on on cinco de mayo oh, there's zero i think that yeah i think people are like wearing fucking sombreros and pointy boots and um 
Mexican blankets and what have you. They don't. They just like. It, it's not Independence Day. It's not. They beat the French in like a battle. It's. A, I, I mean, the comparison to St. Patrick's Day, I feel like, is a perfect comparison. People wear a thing. Yeah. That they associate with that day, that really has no. Well, somebody tried to give me the argument that you're trying to make right now with Cinco de Mayo. It's like, well, Irish people could be offended. Why are, why are Mexicans offended that we're wearing sombreros? It's like I've never met an offended Irish person. You, it's like, first, yeah, first off, you do you know who you're talking about? Probably the least offended people ever. Also, Irish people are white. Like, you guys are white. You guys are the same. Right. Um, we're and, also not. And you're not allowed to get offended if you're white. That's the 2018. Well, that's stance. that's true. That's okay. a fact. Okay. Now. It's 2018. All right. Um, yeah, and the I just think it's. Well, the, this is such a weird subject because I have like such mixed feelings about cultural appropriation. Well, let's um, let's let's talk about what we were speaking about earlier today, where it was the girl oh, the, the who thing wore I brought up to you? yeah, the traditional Japanese style. It's Chinese. Oh, Chinese style. Sorry, I. It makes a difference. I well, I'd found out. No, I, I literally meant sorry. I wasn't being a smartass. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'd learned about this five seconds before we hit record, to be fair. No, the whole thing was it was a, a girl wore to prom like a traditional Japanese or Chinese. See, it's I did chi- it too. Chinese, Casey. Fucking Come on, have me. some fucking respect. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a it was a Chinese dress. Right. And th- there was no She wasn't wearing like she didn't even do the, the cat eyes. She didn't do, do any of like any she of just that. Wore the Her hair was normal. Red floral it dress. It was nothing stereotyped outside of the dress. And the, the, like, the is response, that a stereotype though? I don't see Chinese people walking around in that dress. Well, like the response was, Asian Americans or Asian people or Chinese people were saying like, "My culture is not your prom dress," kind of thing. But then it, it begs the question. And then the first question out of my mouth was, "Have they ever heard of the Wu Tang Clan?" Right. That was the first thing you said. <laughs> Nobody talks shit about the Wu Tang. Or Kendrick was wearing like. Um, in his latest video, or one of his latest video, he's wearing like full Japanese martial artist attire, right? And like rapping on the street, and that's culture appreciation. Well, some people will argue like that's art. This is just oh, I think a lot of it has to do with that she's a pretty white girl wearing like a Chinese woman's dress. But what I don't understand is that if she looks at the dress. And she goes, oh, what a beautiful dress. I would love to wear that to prom. Why is that not enough? Why does there have to be, a, like, maybe there's some symbolism behind this dress that I'm unaware of because, like we said, I heard about it 45 minutes ago. I would love to, like, be, like, told, like, hey, this dress was for this purpose, blah, 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 whatever. But from all I've read and from all I've understood from, like, USA Today and Newsweek about it was – this girl just wore the dress and now it's starting a conversation about like, can white people or people of different like races she wear said other she, races? Yeah, attire? She, she said she will not. She, well, auto play on a website. God, why are you Al- always a good idea to have that already talked about auto play on websites? Like where we stand on it. So the girl, um, she said she's not going to delete her post on Instagram and she's kind of, she's very unapologetic about it. She said to everyone causing, so much negativity. I mean, no disrespect to the Chinese culture. I'm simply showing my appreciation to their culture. I'm not deleting my post because I've done nothing but show my love for the culture. It's a fucking dress and it's beautiful. 
says the white man. But I think that that's an okay stance to have on these I things think it's too. Okay too. Like the, I mean, it's not, it's not the girl dressing up like a Native American in a tomahawk coming to your Halloween party. That's, that that's different. Is bad. That's bad. Don't that wear the headdress. I think that you can have appreciation just by being somebody who like like when I grew up. I was really in when I grew up like between the ages of like 17 and 21, I was really into like, or like 25. I was really into like, till now. <laughs> yeah, let's just be real. Really until I just stopped sitting in my room so much. Okay. I was really into like Japanese culture. Sure. Like I wasn't, I had no other motive behind wanting, I don't know, um, Japanese characters or a katana or watching anime or wearing sure i used to have a a a shirt for the japanese bathrooms that said like bathrooms this way or something like that gotcha i was never wearing it outside of any other reason except of like i just liked it shit's cool and i think that that's okay to just like something um i do think i do think it's it can be helpful and respectful to learn about the the culture, the history of the thing that you're you've decided to to don, to wear, to to appreciate. Well, where do you draw the line? Because okay, so for instance, one well, of my friends wears a, nobody wearing a headdress is doing it out of appreciation. Nobody is. So so, uh, so headdress has got to go. Non-black wearing a dashiki. Somebody non-black wearing a dashiki. Um, see, that's a, that's one where it's like one of my friends, Indonesia. I think guy. it's a case by case basis. You think so? <laughs> I do. You think so? I really, I think most of these things are case by case basis. Okay. Though. So let's look at Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Like we're going to see a tremendous amount of non-Mexican people or just white people in general dressing up in ponchos, sombreros and mustaches. And Hold getting on. Trashed. I just need to ask, does that really happen? You know, it happens. I see it every year. I used to work. They wear ponchos. It's encouraged at some parties. It's encouraged at some bars. Are you kidding me? Don't think that Big Bad downtown isn't going to have a shit ton of people there, and they're all going to be dressed like that. Hold on, what bar? El Big Bad. You uh, ever been there? It's next to Frank's Pizza. Is downtown. that the one that's three bars in one? It's like three stories. It's right next to Frank's. Yeah, that's that's appropriation. Um, the definition of appropriation by Webster is the action of taking something for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. So it's a very open-ended. Like, that's, that's not. It doesn't do us any favors for this argument. Okay, so. But I think 100% if you're throwing a Cinco de Mayo party where you're dressing up like a Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Then Maybe really you're bad. appropriating somebody's culture for just for your own laughs and your own like i don't feel like that that's appreciation that's why you have to look at it as a case-by-case basis i can see that this and i could be wrong but the dress is beautiful it's pretty dress. like it's a really nice dress and yeah. i think i saw it in actually i think i saw somebody in a mission impossible movie wear it okay. probably a chinese woman i'm guessing. most likely um getting out of the car with that dress because it, it immediately like triggered some kind of memory I gotcha. to see that dress. And the first time I saw it, um, it caught my eye. It's that 
it's kind of like that stunning of a dress. It's bright red. It's really pretty. With like gold flowers all over it, yeah. I believe. So it stands out, and um, I don't see any problem with it. I mean, I don't – like this – we're never going to become like one – like right we're not gonna become gray like we should all be the same color in, a, in like 200 years i hope so years. yeah um if we continue to worry about trivial shit like that yeah i think this is the thing that becomes more divisive than like a, than anything else like we're just getting mad at somebody for wearing a dress when it's like hey there's we don't get mad at like dudes wearing american flag t-shirts and american flag underwear and like is that some sort of appropriation in a weird way that's like taking the flag and its original intention and like turning it into a, a marketing campaign? And I would never think twice if like somebody was like, okay, here's, here's one. When, um, when the rodeo was in town, okay, Chris Paul showed up to the Rockets game dressed like a cowboy. No one's going to get mad. Nobody was like, he's appropriating you know somebody culture. out there was like, oh, well, <laughs> you know, I'm a I, rancher. Do, I don't doubt that somebody got Russell, but I don't think that there was an article or a people demanding he apologize. No. And I hate to compare it to something that's so white culture by the standards. I mean, but there's there's cowboys and ranchers like all over the world. Sure. So. But that's different, though. Is that's, it different? It's totally different. Is it different? Is it different? You mean it's different than the Cinco de Mayo, not different than the girl? I think it's different than. I think exactly the same as the girl. I don't think it's different. It's than literally girl. just like he was no showing way. his respect to the rodeo by wearing this cowboy outfit. Do you think he went in and was like, "I'm going to show my respect"? So I'm you saying, think he was appropriating? I don't think he was. I don't. It, I have the same stance as I do about the girl. Whether it's appropriating it in a small way or not, I don't think it's anything to be offended about. Oh Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, so we're on Chris, the same page. We're, just we're on the same page different from argument. different like angles. Right. I think um, Chris Paul wearing that. If you're offended, maybe get over yourself. Um, but also, he's there is like a domineering class <laughs> of people that you can. It's easier to the the, ir- the irony is this, and this is gonna sound terrible. What's up? Is that what's up, what's up? um? Oh, shit. Uh, please, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but okay, aren't isn't a lot of, a, a large part of the Chinese culture like very unaccepting of Americanized or American traditions or like I know now they're becoming very nationalist. I, I, I mean, I, I can only speak the personal experience, but I knew like Chinese uh, girls um, in my high school and in my college where their parents would like disown them if they like married a black man. Really? Yeah. I think that's just like old school shit. Cause that like, I don't know. That's my, yeah. I got grandparents that are like, that's like, Oh, she's not, she's white. Huh? That was like, well, yeah. She's right. I mean, maybe, white, maybe that's a bad example, but I mean, it's like, no, but, but, but I, I understand but maybe, what you're saying. But maybe that's where it's fueled from. It's like, Hey, like we don't, we don't want your shit. So don't take ours. You know what I mean? It's like, Hey, we're not going to take your shit cause we don't want it. Right. So don't be taking our shit appreciation or not i think it's a lot of and it sounds so redundant to keep saying it but it's a lot of this weird climate of like stuff becoming more nationalist centered like more uh populist centered like the new chinese president xi jinping i think is how you say his his name did you have to google that or do you actually know that i knew it but i wanted to like say it right that was the thing um 
Xi Jinping, I think, is like a hardcore, like nationalist guy. He's like very all about China and Chinese people staying in China kind of thing. We have a president who's very much about making America great again, you know? And I think this is what puts people on edge. It's like, how can a dress be this divisive where it's on USA Today? It's insane that it's even a topic. It's a weird thing, right? It really is. It, we're talking about a high schooler. For one, why does what a high schooler does offend anyone? Right. They're These are so the dumbest stupid. people. These are the dumbest people on the planet. The high schoolers are idiots. So even if she had even if she had shown up to her prom dressed as Pocahontas with Native American makeup and a headdress, I would go, Wow, that's really stupid. I think people will be less argumentative about that. Than they are now. Everybody, right, everybody would just go, "Oh yeah, she's like, stupid." You're fucking dumb. But right now, it's like you is think she th- dumb? you is think she there not? is an argument for this because some people are on our side of it's absurd to be offended. I think it's good to have a discourse about it. I think I'm on the side of, "Hey, I don't think this is intentionally offensive," um, or like ignorant because I think some people who have like dreadlocks, they're like, "I'm not trying to be intentionally offensive," but what you are being is ignorant to like what that is to another culture. You know what I mean? So you don't think it's okay for certain cultures to wear dreadlocks? I think the dreadlock means a lot more to the African culture, specifically like uh, a lot of Jamaican and Caribbean cultures than it does to like a guy who's like a hippie and doesn't wash his hair. Okay. That's my stance on it. There is a lot of cultural significance of black hair being a thing of prominence where a blonde guy who lives in Colorado smokes weed and like free climbs probably doesn't have the same appreciation for what that hair could mean. But then again, I'm don't know shit all about this stuff. I'm just giving like my opinion on it. I pulled up that girl's Twitter account real quick. Yeah. And one of the top comments with the most like hearts. Okay. Says all the true Chinese have your back. We're loving how you're rocking the dress. If you walked around that in China, people would love you. I'm full on Chinese and I support you. Sure. Ignore the haters. They probably didn't experience true essence of our culture. So, yeah, that's the thing. It's like we find like I feel like the loudest isn't always the majority. Yeah. And in, this could be one of the cases where the loudest really isn't the majority. It's just, man, what comedian was it? It, it was Burr. We've talked about it, but if somebody else who was like, we're in this time in our lives where people really feel the need to speak up for other people. Yeah. It's weird. Like right? let people, if they're offended, like let them say it, let them say it. Um, I had a conversation with one of my friends, Michael, who works at Catalina. He is, he's a kind of eccentric guy, but he, he likes kimonos. Like he, he likes like the, the idea of wearing a kimono. Like, mm-hmm. but he also is very wary of like wearing that out in public because he's like he doesn't want to offend somebody by like sporting right. this. But he's like, I love these. I love the patterns. I love how breezy it feels. Like this is something that I enjoy. A lot of them, like a lot of the nicer ones, there's a lot of time and craftsmanship that go into it. Like you, that's the thing. Like that's right. appreciation. He truly appreciates. He truly that. appreciates. And it's it. a, it's kind of a bummer that he has to worry. Well, if he can wear it. Well, here's the even cooler part to this. Like, it's sad that he has to worry about it because he, he isn't like trying to be sensitive to other people's culture. The, and this is where the MAGA friend of mine talked about the social justice warriors. Really? These are the people. No, I mean, the, it's. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the people you can call SJWs. 
because they really are looking for social justice when they're not needed or wanted. Yeah. But the weird thing about this kimono thing was they're the people who manufactured this, like them in Japan, they don't have a market because Japanese people aren't wearing them. Right. And so they're like, please other people wear these. We want to keep this alive. If we can get other people around the world wearing them, uh, we can continue to exist as a business and share our culture with the world. But here in America, we're, it's a nice thing to have to be sensitive and like to have that conversation and to not offend, but it's almost, it's to the point where these people can't manufacture in this like form of expression and a piece of their culture may be like lost. Well, a brand that we carry it naked and famous is very much of the Japanese appreciation. Oh yeah. They're, they're everything they do is like Japanese denim. They make kimonos. Yeah. They make, we're looking at a pattern right now, actually two patterns. Oh yeah, these two that are oh, like yeah. Japanese springtime. Actually, they're all Japanese patterns now that it's I'm looking a very, at them. It's very like Japanese. You can like see the influence hard. Yeah. The, no, it's not just the influence. They are patterns from Japan. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, a lot of them are. So, um, I don't. But for some reason, there's like there's that gray area where it's like okay, like you could wear that button down Japanese floral shirt. Sure. Um. And nobody would think twice of it. But, but if you wore the kimono, it's, for some reason, it's a weird thing. That's a step too far. People, I understand. Like people don't. Well, want shit. Their I made culture. a kimono kit. I don't know if you remember for ham cycles, like three years ago. I, I mean, it was called the kimono blackout. I wasn't invited to ever be on the team or to ever participate in any well, rides. All you had to do was pay for your license through USAC. I don't think you ever did that. I don't know what that means. Well, here's the thing. I'm on this girl's, this young lady's Twitter page. Yeah. I've scrolled probably 60 comments down. Did you find some racist? I haven't found anyone who disagrees with her point of view. Is this a manufactured story? I, I, this is not manufactured. Like people are legitimately upset. Oh, here's one. What do you got? Okay. That's disrespectful. A key pal. I guess is the name of the dress is worn at weddings. It's sacred. Would you wear a wedding dress at someone's wedding? Wait. Well, well, hold on. She wasn't at someone's I, I wedding. She, she was at prom. I think she fucked up. Would but, you wear a prom dress to someone's wedding? That's what she meant. I'm sure. Regardless of the dress, do you not understand the concept of cultural appropriation? You could learn from this. It's such a weird gray area, and I really like the discussion around it, but we got to, like, get the sticks out of our asses a little bit and maybe realize there is a... I think that's the best way to put it. Just take the stick out of your asses. Just let people live their life. You can get offended if you want, but we don't have to hear about it. We just don't need to hear about how things offend you. sticks up the ass, and then the heads are up the asses. Everyone's got every right to be offended. I just wish that we didn't have to hear about what offends you so often. Maybe don't be so offended. I'm just I'm just going to say I mean, that. that would be my advice. Try not to be so offended. It takes uh, a lot to offend me. Oh, God. Uh, it takes so much to truly offend me. It really does. Like like making you wait for 30 minutes. Offensive. That was on another level of disrespect <laughs> that I've never experienced. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I, I don't know. Like, I work, I've worked in kitchens and bars, and I've worked in places where horrible things are well said we had a non-stop. we had a guy a mutual friend of ours start working who had 
his previous resume was kitchens. Yeah. He came in, he started working as um, a wrench slash salesperson okay. at the bike shop. Yeah. And pretty soon into working there, he complained about the way that people talk to one another. Right. And right. while I was sensitive to... I and, had a and, whole and, conversation about this with you and with my wife about it. And and while I am sensitive to like people like crossing lines or talking down to people, and I don't want that fraternity mentality of like, oh, this is the guy that I I whipped the towel at. Especially like, I don't in want a place that. that's already so br- can be broy to begin with. Right, but I was yeah. also like, hey, this is a shop. It's a bike shop. This is a bike shop. This is yeah, people are people are riffing on each other. Like, it's just what it is. Yeah. It's like, it's that kind of mentality. And if like, if it's an environment you're not comfortable with, like that environment's probably not going anywhere. I wore like, there is a line. There's absolutely there's a, a line. There's totally a line. Uh, I've worked for places within the past couple of years that crossed the line many a time. And I stopped working there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the solution is if something is too much for you to be around, in my opinion, this is my solution. If something is too much for you to be around on a regular basis, you first voice your concern. Yeah. If nothing changes, then bounce. It's Nobody's forcing time. you to be there. Yeah. So. Especially if it's, again, like knowing the situation, knowing the person and knowing everything, it's not, there's nothing really it, derogatory well, going on there. In that case, I think it was manufactured Russell. I don't think it was ever genuine. Agreed. So, um, but had that, I mean... We had a um, we had a young lady just drop by recently who works at the bike shop now. Allison. Allison just came through uh, recently, and she has never made a complaint about the bike shop mentality. Right. If she did, I would take it seriously, and I would look at it. Of course. And there have been times where people have complained about certain things, and I was like, hey, this is the fucking line. Like... There are no personal attacks here. There are no, like, right. you know, bust balls. We'll bust balls. I can bust balls all day. Um, but, yeah. Speaking of balls, mm-hmm. I once saw a picture of your ball that you <laughs> sent me. You can edit this out. Right <laughs> but that was uh, borderline sexual harassment. <laughs> I think it was a video. I think it was. I wasn't sure what it Hold was. Hold on. It, was it? Was it my balls? It was or Bill's. was it Bill's balls? It was Bill's balls. Yeah. You sent it to me. It was, was on like, the top tube of Zach's bike. I didn't know what it was and I had to replay it. I was like, oh, that was testicles. <laughs> yeah. That that's a see, that's an old school like southern boy thing is that make someone look at your balls. Uh it didn't offend me. I wasn't like offended. I don't think I was. If that working offended for you, you, we couldn't have been friends. Right. Because it's like <laughs> that's <laughs> I don't know, man. Like that's maybe that's like on an extreme end. Frankie this, has a thing where he's like, Hey, look at my belt. Right. Yeah. And you'll get his belt and he's pulled his balls up to his, <laughs> to his belt line and you have to look at his balls. Oh man. So. I think I did it. The goat, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. You see the balls and dick from behind. That's the goat. Oh. You can get people like that. Man, this turned into a real brilliant podcast. I just fast. don't think that, that, uh, some women have any idea just how crude men are. They're um, disgusting. You have any idea that gross. Uh, shit we're I've just, seen? our, our goal in life is just to gross one another out. It's, yeah, it works. we find that line. I have a friend named Jose. He constantly sends sends me those images where you kind of like have to zoom in, and you zoom in, and it's like it's normally like a giant like black dick or something. Oh God, yeah, yeah. So, 
that's that's Jose's favorite thing is looking up uh, big black cocks on the on the internet. Aaron, one of my friends from the taco truck, will send me one where it's like a normal. This is where we get our explicit tag, by the way. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. Big black they, cocks did it. They um, flag uh, certain pods as explicit. And I think this is the one that does it. This for is a hundred percent it. Yeah. Uh, no, he gets one where it's like you see a rooftop scene in a skyline of like New York or Los Angeles, and you scroll down, and it's like two dudes just like going at it it's like, god <laughs> damn it aaron why i don't uh, know why men do that to each other i don't other. know either it's when, just like when i um when find I, the weirdest thing possible and send it to i you. worked at a place called cotton it's a hurricane and fire rescue place okay and i was uh the head of it at, at the location on 290 and one time well more than one time many times we would we'd use those nextel two-way radios slash cell phones yeah so that i was good to do casey and I would be like, what's up? And they're like, hey, something's coming, going wrong with my computer. Get here ASAP. I'd go through, you know, and we're talking like locked doors. So I'm like, doot, doot. You know, I'm like going through all the doors right. to get to these p- people's places. And go in, he'd like meet spin on his computer. And be like, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit happened all the time. Everybody there, like, I would say 90% of the workplace was like A&M grads. Oh, man. And from the same fraternity. Oh, so man. it was a rough place for me to work. So it's to illustrate the point, like you know, the environment you're working in. And my boss was a Marine. Again, know <laughs> who you're working for too. This uh, was, this one of those moments where I was just desperate to get away from Best Buy. Oh shit. And I was like, Oh wow. Real job with a real paycheck. Not Best Buy. Right? Did you uh, wear the blue shirt and everything? At Best God, Buy? I no, I was I Geek Squad. Oh yeah. The I black was, tie, white shirt. God, I wish I could have black seen Black slacks, oh. white, white button up, black clip on. I'm into it. I wore a real tie and they told me to stop wearing a real tie. <laughs> really? You're supposed to wear the clip on. It's supposed to like look geeky. Yeah. That's hilarious. One day we're going to dive into, we're just going to, we're going to do a deep dive on, on my shameful past. I want to know so much about, cause I've heard snippets here and there <laughs> and like full stories. God, it's Disgusting. Well, hey, that gives you some prep to do. On yeah. top, of, uh, we're gonna start trying to do top tens. I think next week. Yeah, we'll come in prepared. With you know, them. what? I'm just gonna say it. Top. T- we're next week's top ten. Do mm-hmm. you want to do movies, music, or food? We'll decide right now. Let's do. I think movies because I really want to go see Avengers and I want to have a reason to talk about it. I'm not positive I can see it in that time, and I'm but I'm pretty sure it's not gonna end up on my top ten of all time. Well, not all time. We can just do a 2018, bruh. But it's only May 1st. Yeah. Have you even seen 10 movies that have come out this year? So all time. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Speaking of things that have come out, though, you should you should watch Wild Wild Country. Oh, yeah. It's about the cult in Oregon yeah, you in told the me late about this. 70s, early 80s. If it's more than six episodes, I won't watch. It's six to eight, but it's, ah, it's an easy you told watch. You six before this. It's an easy watch. If we don't record again until Friday, I think you'll be done. Okay. If you start tonight, like two a day. Uh, what? Knock out two a day. I don't just. You lounge around and pet your dog all night. You've got plenty of time. That sounds real sexual. And, and, and here's the thing: you, a documentary isn't the kind of thing where your eyes have to be glued. It's Wait, as yes much. It is. No, it's as much as a podcast. It's like, oh, and then we were doing this and we were doing that. It's a lot of it is you know people in a room sitting in a chair being interviewed. Like okay. that's how a lot of docs are. Okay. So I get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. So put it on while you're cooking. You know the way that people listen to us. Oh. And uh, yeah, and enjoy it. I was gonna be self-deprecating, but please listen to us. Ne- All right, here's our our next week top ten, top ten 
fast food joints. Let's start. Let's start neck beard. Let's oh, go yeah. straight in the neck beard. Oh god, yeah. Okay, top top 10. ten fast food joints with. So let's say like, for example, you say number five is Chick Fil A. Okay. With their best item on the menu, so we're gonna need the top ten and then their best, best item. item. Okay, yeah, I'm into this, but I do have a question before. Okay. Texas or nationally? Because there is something that exists nationally. in Texas nationally. that doesn't exist nationally. Nationally, and it's so hard for me. If you wanted to throw a like a like mm-hmm. an in and out on there or something. So is Whataburger excluded or included? No, no, do a national. So okay, anything stateside. Any, okay, cool. So I didn't want it to be like. I would prefer if you've had the thing more than once to have a real base on it. Sure, because you can be swept away by something in a moment. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler right. alert. I'm. I don't think In-N-Out's gonna make my top ten. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Mine either. <laughs> okay. Cool. Right. That's uh, that's good. Yeah. All right. I'll see you next time. All right, bud. to remember that the same people